Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax. And think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to Hoovering, the podcast about eating. I'm Jessica Fosterkew. Here I'm joined by an interesting soul for snacks and sometimes full-blown banquets. We share conversation and confessions, not just about food, but about gobbling it up, or if you will, hoovering. Hey, lovely ones. We've got an absolutely belting episode for you here. It is the Hoovering Podcast's fifth birthday special, a party! I invited a few of my favourite guests from years past to join me for a massive breakfast rave-up. I was lucky enough to be joined by comedian and burlesque dancer Sakisa, writer and all-round wonderface Molly Naylor, and Bake Off alumni, would-be full-time baker and supper club host Anthony Amodou. We really get into it here. And my God, it's so much fun. And the feast, you guys. It was incredible. Anthony made me a giant, great big fuck off, massive Bake Off style rum cake. It was the size of a house with like all fancy frosting and covered even better than all of that, covered in pictures of my face. (laughs) And guys, listen. This episode was recorded back in January. That was such a long time ago. Because initially, well, for nine months, it was just for my patrons. If you are one of those patrons, hey, thanks, you guys. I hope you loved this the first time round. And everyone else, if you don't want to be nine months late to the party every year, consider joining these cool bastards who get all sorts of early, personalised, ad-free and exclusive shit from me all the time. Go to patreon.com forward slash the hoovering pod. Can I make sure you've all watched my Sky short called Real Friends, which I co-wrote and co-starred in with Rachel Stubbings, where I'm a big imaginary ice cream for the whole thing. It's all about friendship and imagination, and I think it's on Now TV, and it might even just be on the normal internet soon. Thanks. 
And I also want to add, before you watch it, that it's part animated, massively ambitious, and we were given about 50p to make it. And so I know some of it looks like children have made it, but you don't understand how well we did with the budget we had. Thank you. And um, regardless of those bits and bobs, I'm going to say this about my own thing. It's very funny, actually. There's a montage scene in it. It's possibly the proudest I've been of anything I've ever made. Okay. The only other news I've got to impart is pretty exciting. I am soon to be releasing dates for my 2024 tour. I am doing a new stand-up show called Metal and it's coming near you. So slather yourselves in post-its about it and keep your eyes on my Instagram for updates at Jessica Foster. I want you, hoovering listeners, to be the first ones with tickets to that. Right, right, right. This one was funny. We recorded it in the studio and the only warning is that it ends in a full-blown actual fight. You're welcome. It's Hoovering's fifth birthday special! <laughs> Later, it will be really embarrassing. I'll beg you to sing. Okay. <laughs> um, we've got, um, oh, I guess actually, gosh, yeah, it feels more formal, but we should pretend. Not pretend, it's for real. I'd like, perhaps you could introduce yourselves and say who you are and what you are, if that's okay. Suki, so you can go first, even though I've already said your name for you. <laughs> Hello, I'm Sakisa. I am stand-up comedian and cabaret act. Uh, I she her, and I love food. Yeah. <laughs> I am love Molly it. Naylor, and I am a writer and performer. She her also love food. And I am Anthony Amordu from uh, the Great British Bake Off, Illuminae, and uh, baker and a banker, absolutely obsessed with food. Anthony, you have created the best birthday cake Hoover has ever had. I cannot wait for you to and try it. Even just based on looks, it is mm. the fittest birthday cake, not just my podcast, but I have ever had. Mm. Oh, thanks, darling. You splattered my image all over it. What's not to love? You've handed to the ego of a comedian. Yeah. Beautifully there. Remember, Baker's coming after this. Just remember. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, so, um, yeah, it's a fifth birthday. We're celebrating with a bunch of food from a place called Bread by Bike, which is in Camden. It's a bakery. It's also a calf, and that do, like, brekkie bits. I knew I'd be able to get, like, little cakes and stuff, but I, I um, they were very lovely and over the DMs and arranged to give us basically like a hot brunch off their breakfast menu. So we've got grilled cheese. It's not like any normal bloody grilled cheese, is it? It's got some spicy chilli jam in there. Sexy. It's so hot in both the ways. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then I haven't tried it yet, so I need someone else to give me a review of the karyage chicken on toast. Oh, it's banging. Is it? Mm. Banging is a nice solid review. I like the sauce that's on it. It is banging. I mean, fried chicken. Yeah, for breakfast. It's seasoned yeah. really I mean, well. That's, mm. that's my calling, fried chicken for mm. breakfast. I mean, you're, you're just making me wet in all types of ways. <laughs> well, listen, this is what we're talking about, isn't it? <laughs> this is the muckiest episode we've ever done. I'm going to record at breakfast time more often, I reckon, everybody's sake. That's why everyone's the most horniest. <laughs> exactly. The, you haven't more. even got jet lag as an excuse. No. What we've got here is two jet lags. People and a perv. <laughs> <laughs> and Sakisa. I mean, you, um, you brought chicken. Yeah, well, it's good. The chicken is one thing, because I'm from Barbados, so we love pork and okay. chicken yeah. and fish. Mm-hmm. So those three things mm-hmm. are like the top of my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> mm, then, I love it. If you try and get rid of chicken, I'm like, okay, fine, at least I've got the pork yeah, yeah, and yeah. I've got the fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you right. try and take away fish as well from me, mm. then it's just kind of like, what am I going to eat? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just get angry. 
Do you? I just got really angry. If I you don't do, have yeah, meat? Absolutely. I really? Need a, I need that dripping bacon in the morning just yeah. on your face. In the face. It's just gorgeous, isn't it? Gosh. I mean, if I had I a bacon perfume, I think that'd be great. It's, it is really interesting when you think about what people have for breakfast without, mm-hmm. like, the, the fry-up or alternative, like, the eggs benedict and stuff yeah. like that. Or what, the veggie... The veggie versions, mm. and it's like... It's interesting, when you go to India, though, mm-hmm. everything is, it is, is vegetarian for, yeah. for breakfast, yeah. and it's really carb-heavy, mm-hmm. but it's all a vegetarian spread. Tons of different kinds of vegetables. When you say carb-heavy, do you mean lots of breads and rice and it's, lots of... So in the south of India, you'd have yeah. a lot of rice, mm-hmm. um, so rice flour, rice, mm. and stuff like that for breakfast, and dosa, which is yeah, just like pancakes, it's yeah. made from rice flour. Big savoury um, pancake in a roll. Right? Yeah. Exactly, mm. it's stunning, isn't it? Um, but if you go up north, it's bread. Yeah. So it's a lot of like chapatis and uh, naans for, for breakfast. With, with right. and, oh, oh. I love a good dosa. Oh, gorgeous. It's great. It's a great thing. But if I, when I sometimes have bread, like I'm not a carby person, honestly. I'm really, I prefer to, if I go and get a kebab, you know, at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah. I will have it without at the that, bread. At that yeah. time, yeah, I agree. At that time, I'm not, I often don't, couldn't give a shit about that poor little old pitter. It's no. just a vessel. They might as well have used <laughs> yeah. a bit of cardboard. Yeah. Like, also, it's, who's eating that? Unless yeah. it's actually soaked any That's nice juices true, up. Who, yeah. Why do you want like a tiny sort of like pocket of leather? Yeah. All the good shit's inside. Mm-hmm. But there are other times when my body screams at me quite specifically for carbs. And there are other times when I'm doing, when I'm exercising, where if I haven't had enough carbs, as in like quick processing carbs, I just fizzle out. I just sort of phase out, just sort of walk off yeah, no. and go to sleep. Shut down. You, 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 I, yeah. I don't know what it is. I just, for me, carbs are not like my priority. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> carbs are not my priority. But if it's like, if it's, people are like, oh, well, you not get a kebab and chips or something. Yeah. I'm like, no, just give me the kebab. So just the innards. Yeah, yeah the give me the kebab and the salad and yeah. then I'm happy. No right. chips at two o'clock no, in the morning. No chips at three o'clock in the morning. No. There are, time, there are times where it the makes, chip is it makes required. Me, yeah, it makes me feel really heavy. Mm. And if I have been drinking, like, hardcore partying, yeah. as I normally would do, mm. I eat the Edinburgh Fringe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will just need chicken yeah. and then I'm fine. No hangover. Oh, I love wow. that. Wow. No hangover. If I have a day where I am like, mm. if I'm normally doing burlesque, I'm normally doing two other shows as well around it or traveling. Yeah. So like, I don't have time to like eat, eat. And if I do, mm. it'll be something really quick, like a salad or like, or have like a, I have brunch on the go, like a, like an egg pot or something from Leon. Mm-hmm. I love a little Leon pot. Yeah, a little Leon pot is Game great. changer that. They yeah. really sniffed out something that I feel like a lot of my generation was... <laughs> wanted but weren't saying out loud <laughs> they found it out an egg pot yeah or just like a little pot of stuff without yeah. needing the full sit yeah. down knife and fork yeah give me a little pot of savoury goodness hot sweaty protein a couple of beans <laughs> yeah. egg maybe yeah. no carbs. bit of treat thrown there my, my life yeah. yeah my ideal no carbs this is all alien talk I mean I have a sit down job and I need the carb in the afternoon yeah. I need the carb in the night I need a carb too I need and I think yeah I, I, I don't think yeah, certainly this will never be advocating anybody cutting out carbs for any reason <laughs> but if you don't feel like a carb don't eat a carb I think there are times where I'm um, where I've had to go well I can't have that because I have got something to do within the next half hour. And there are only certain foods. This is all great. And this is like bread, 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 this brunch stuff. But um, I've, and it changes as I get older. Like it always just changes as I change. But at the moment, if I have a pizza, I will be snoozy about an hour, half an hour, an hour later for a few hours. Mm. 
which is absolutely fine most of the time. But if I've got something to do that requires like a switched on brain, even like a bit of like urgent-ish writing, mm. it's not a great idea. Yeah, well, if I'm doing my lesson, it's kind of like I need to figure out. I still haven't figured out what makes me bloaty, what makes me doesn't bloaty food-wise. Mm. Um, but I would generally not, I'll be quite, I'm not, I don't, I've got to a point where I don't give a F about how I look. You can swear on here. I don't give a fuck um, yeah. how I look on stage <laughs> anymore. Yeah. Because like, um, I'm not the typical, what people see as burlesque performer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm quite thick. I've got a little body weight on me. She's so smoking hot. She's yes. smoking hot. Um, uh, so I just kind of got to a point where I just didn't give a damn anymore. Yeah. And it's, it's about embracing who you are and your body. But I've, if I have realised that I need to figure out what makes me bloaty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't want to feel like shit. Yeah, you don't want to feel yeah. like shit I'm, on um, stage. I'm working yeah. on a job at the moment all about gut health. I did not expect to get into this this morning. It's meant to be a party. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but um, um, it's fascinating, the different stuff. There's a really interesting Channel 4 series at the moment just out. Um, that lovely Amy um, Gledhill does a voiceover for. Is this the been one on about this. the poo? Yeah. What, someone I went from school is the doctor. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, Rabia. She's amazing. She, Burp doctor yeah. who does hypnosis as well. Yeah, mm, I really like her. I'm also friends with the dietitian on there, Sophie Medlin. She's done this podcast. Um, but basically, they try to encourage more of us to have a look at our poops to see about our gut health, but also learn things about bloating and stuff like that. And I'm learning loads off of that. Oh, and for a job oh. I'm working at the moment, and I think there's lots of surprise things that can make people feel uncomfortable, like um, onions and garlic, lots of like stuff that's full of fibre, so we need to have some of it, but things like pears and apples. Isn't it funny? But everybody's gut's completely different. So you'll have a different reaction to a food to whoever you're sat next to, even if they're your twin. Isn't that wow. mad? So, yeah, there's a lot of stuff at the moment going into, like, more, I think, more personalised looks at how different foods affect you. And again, like, as you get older, that will change. So just as you think, oh, well, now I know what happens if I have a banana or if I have a a fifth roast potato. Actually, like, I don't know, maybe you'll get your period and have a different reaction. Or certainly if you have menopause, that changes everything. Like, it's mad. We've got so much to learn. I feel like we're on a really um, steep upwards trajectory in terms of how we're understanding how our gut health affects, yeah. like, our well-being in terms of stuff. Especially, like... and. Especially, I'm so sorry, Anthony. But I think especially women don't talk about it because it's one of the many things we got drilled into us. That it's like that's not ladylike. That's not you know, ladies don't talk about that. So you don't do audible farts. You don't whatever. And I think our generation kind of evolved out of that but a bit. But there's still a bit of I don't know. I don't. It still feels a bit subversive to chat yeah. about your body stuff mm. as a woman, doesn't it? Yeah, to yeah. It's, it's happening. Yeah, at all. <laughs> let alone. Yeah. To go on and on about it, like I'm trying to learn to. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, right, right, right. So, um, um, this is a birthday party. What the farting piece? I was like, wow, mate, I let it loose. Yeah. I, I tell my friends, let it loose. Let it loose. You yeah. can't trap that guy in there. I have a friend of mine who's been dating for a very long time, right? Mm. She's with this guy and they've never farted between, like in front of each oh. other. And this one time they farted. This this was like an event. Yeah. We spoke about it over drinks. <gasps> wow! Like, it's just she went fast. Mm. No, it's, the guy farted in front of the girl, and it was it was it was just horrendous. Like, yeah. like oh my god, this happened. And I'm Whoa. Like, Whoa! Whoa! It's just a fart. Yeah. I let it go when I have client meetings. Yeah. 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 I'm like, oh sorry, that time. Brr. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's really funny. I mean, it really breaks attention in every yeah. sense. Um, I know. Yeah, I had. I would be a, a 
an absolute holder in of farts for 30 something years madly until I was in a same sex relationship when that when it turned out to be with someone who had a fuck all inhibitions on that front <laughs> enjoyed sitting on a pleather sofa to see if they could come out sounding like claps oh. <laughs> like an audience enjoying wow. the moment and I was like, well, I need to live. I've got my work cut out. I need to relax, yeah. literally, anally yeah. and in terms of my attitude. Every other way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can I tell you guys something? Yes, please. Um, today, so I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, well, I did not. And I really want you to... Do you all promise that you're going to believe me? Yeah. 100%. Oh, yeah. I didn't burp until I was 27 years old. Whoa. I whoa. promise you I did not burp once. And a lot of friends or partners would like try to um, get me to burp. You know, they'd be like, down this, do this. And it never worked. And then one day at 27, I remember the day I first burped when I was, um, I was like working on my dissertation and it was, I was just having a bit of a dog shit one. And there was like a, some brown ale in the fridge, which I don't really drink. But I was like, it was like four o'clock. And I was like, if I have a tiny bit of booze, maybe that's going to spark something and it was really disgusting old brown ale that had, was what? erroneously in the fridge and I drank it and then it did something weird to my throat and then I and then I did a like a pathetic little burp and then I since then I've been a massive burper <laughs> but I, I don't know how to suppress one so if I yes. burp now I'm, yeah. I can't work out if it's like because I love to do it and I love mm-hmm. to hear it or I literally don't know how to like soften it but I, I'm just such a big burper and I thought everyone was really delighted by that but some people find it as gross as a fart <laughs> I do I everyone was really delighted yeah. and then um, I did a Twitter poll and oh. they weren't some people were like not into it not into yeah. it I have never found a burp anywhere near as like sh- like quite, yeah, it's not as shame right? do you remember that oh god you bring to mind so many different things at once one there was an amazing episode of um, 8 out of 10 cats where Mel Gidrich is in the middle of talking and just this the burp comes out that basically everybody just stands up. Everyone, it's so loud. Everyone's like thinks something because something's exploded. Everyone just sort of stands up in panic. It's so funny. And she's like, they all laugh. Like it isn't sometimes they come out of nowhere. Um, what was the other thing I was going to say about burps? <laughs> uh, um, oh, so again on that Channel 4 show, not just about burps, but about gut health, they, um, there's a fascinating thing about how we've got two different types of burps, and most burps come mm. from above <gasps> the diaphragm, Ooh. but every now and again you can get these supra-something burps that come from beneath your diaphragm, and they could be louder and more powerful and feel more oh, involuntary, wow. Wow. but they're also a, a learned habit <gasps> that you can unlearn. Whoa! Yeah. And, um, Fascinating. Is this out yet? Yes, it's all available on foreign demand. Right. No, I'm not. They're not sponsoring me. They're not paying me. <laughs> I just think it's a fascinating, so it's really necessary time. Like, so one, well, it can be bad in the sense that some of them can be painful or smelly if they come from further down. But also, <laughs> but but again, it depends what's going on. You got health. Most mostly, it is good to burp. Like that's yeah. just one of your body's ways of getting rid of a bit of extra gas that's made by a food. Yeah, it's fermenting. It's, it's your body doing its thing. It's important like babies, isn't it? You have to burp. Them. Oh yeah, yeah. hell yeah. Maybe we should be burping each other more. You know. Yes. <laughs> Go on, Molly. Go on. Especially yeah, if you find anybody strong enough to pick me up. But yeah, I'd love to be flopped over a giant shoulder. Yeah, imagine that. And just sort of have my back roughly patted. Yeah, and do a little sick. Okay, there's definitely There's definitely someone called Nigel paying for this in Margate right now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't kink shame Nigel. No, sorry, Nigel. <laughs> you do you, babe. Absolutely harmless. It's a burp, I find, if you burp at someone's face, accidentally. <laughs> Then you just get the smell, innit? It's, it's that, that little smell. It's that little acid smell. 
Especially so after yeah. kebab. Yeah, after garlic kebab. Meal. Garlic. Yeah. It's garlic. If you have garlic and meat, that is not a friendly burp, is it? And if you've got a vegetarian partner, they hate that, even yeah. if they are constantly farting like claps. It's like when you wake up in the morning and you're like, oh, I don't want to kiss you because my mouth is, mm, that kind of like morning breath. Yeah. Whereas the same with burping, like, I think that puff of smoke comes. Mm. <laughs> I get, I get why people care, but I also it does my nut when people are like genuinely grossed out. I had a friend who was on a date with someone; she'd been getting on really well with him, and then she burped. So I think this. I've just got so used to her doing it because I've known her for all my adult life. She burps and she did it like into her hand and then like sort of throws it over her shoulder like a lucky bit of salt. Yeah, love that. And um, really love it. Love to see it, love to hear about it. <laughs> Gone behind her and he was like, now nah, we're done. Really? Oh, he found wow. that so rank. He was done. I was like, I think that's quite ladylike. She threw it behind her. Obviously, you can't actually throw. <laughs> you can't capture the air just in your palm and actually get it behind you. But come on. Um, okay, great. So... Uh, We've digressed a little bit, but I was going to ask. ask, Well, I want to know, because it's a birthday party, I want to know two things. Have you ever had any particularly memorable eating at any other birthday parties? And or what were your own birthday parties like eating-wise as a kid? Um, Anthony, do you want to start? So I'll go with the second question. Birthday parties back home. It just meant a ton of food and a ton of garlic, unfortunately. Oh, nice. (laughs) But it's not something you think of here. Like as a kid's birthday party... Big on the garlic. Yeah, exactly. Love but, it. but you never grew up in India yeah. for some reason. Your mum and your your family <laughs> always still made this massive banquet. Mm-hmm. Uh, this time I celebrated my birthday, which just passed a couple of weeks back back home, and there was oh. so much food. Ugh. There's a biryani. There was a mutton fry. There was pork. There was everything mm. on the table. And then I made the cake, of course. I, I wouldn't <laughs> trust anyone with that. Uh, but yeah, that's how birthdays are for me. Like oh, literally gorgeous. a lot of food. And I try doing that even by myself. Yeah, yeah. all and just eat it by myself. Gorgeous. Mm. Yeah, you guys are Gorgeous. Like yeah. Thank yes, you. Yes, please. <laughs> there you go. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Oh, so what about your kid, kiddie birthdays? What did I, you eat? I don't really remember. And I, I feel like certain parts of my childhood I've like cut out. <laughs> I'm oh, the only no, child. I did not mean to come no, to trauma. That's fine. No, it's fine. I'm, <laughs> I'm the only child, so like I Me didn't too. really like celebrate with loads of friends it was mm. like we bring cakes into school or like little yeah, cupcakes yeah, yeah. and that was you celebrate at school um i never really i don't think i remember having a big birthday party i remember going to my friend's birthday party in like mcdonald's and wimpy yes. and all that. but like i don't i've never really been a big birthday person mm. especially as i got older but the last like 20 years i traditionally i will get a marks and spencer's birthday cake that's all Cap i Colin. No. Oh, the, class in that. Yeah, the normal one with the yeah. raspberry sponge. Oh, oh, lovely. Yeah, the Marks and Spencer one is the only one I will eat for my birthday. Oh, so. we've got to change that. Darling, we've got to change that. Yeah, it's going to be around for next year. No? Okay, He's fine. Gonna... Then, obviously, oh, thank you very much. Full for juice. Signing up for this. Full for juice. Okay, we'll have a rematch for the yeah, June. I don't so. like the idea of this not celebrating birthdays. But yeah, it's actually, but like, for the last five or six years I always like mm. treat myself like my parents would be like what do you want to dinner and I'd be like get me some lobster so I normally have like, oh, oh, yes. I'm not like, having like jerk lobster yes okay I've shot food sorry for you sorry I'm not making you a cake darling jerk lobster on jerk lobster yeah jerk lobster which is lovely oh, which is lobster is one of my favourite things in the world mm. yes. it's kind of like a nice luxury to have mm-hmm. 
I have just tried the mocha French toast. I'm not a pudding person. That has blown my absolute oh hits off. I, I, it is delicious. I'm gonna, I think everyone else needs to have a bite because I'm You're not, not really, that fussed about that. It's not. It's, it's no, coffee no, based. No. I love coffee. Coffee. It's, I, it's I, very I faint. Coffee. The coffee is very faint. It's a yeah. flavour. Is it? it? Yeah. Okay. Would you like to just try yes, that please. bit? Or is Give me it? a little. Because I've been. No, no, it's fine. You can, you can have a nibble. I've had two big bites. Yeah, yeah. I I would, I no one will be rude if you don't like Thank it. You. And the food wasn't a gift or anything, so we can be honest. And so far, everything has objectively been flipping delicious. It's some. It's really good oh quality chocolate, I oh, think. Actually, and the cream is yeah, really you know? light. Because I'm good. not really big on chocolate. Yeah. Even though my nickname is Twix. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I know, How did that come around? <laughs> it's a long story. Mm. I'm not really a big fan of like chocolate-based like desserts or chocolate base. I can do like mm. a, a chocolate ganache with like mm-hmm. some yeah. cream in it, something that's melted and stuff mm. like that. But if it's like a like a hardcore brownie, like it's just full of chocolate, yeah. dark chocolate, no. Oh my God. Those kind of things are not really my vibe. Much. And mm. anything like coffee based as well with it. Coffee based desserts, I'm kind of like... Yeah, mm, too much. Too much. So you're not, tiramisu is your nightmare. Oh, never had it. No? Wow. Not interested. Yeah, I'm not interested. People are like, it's the best thing ever. I'm like, mm. I, I love coffee and chocolate and mm. cream. And if I'm going to choose puddingy flavours, then like that sound kind of like mocha, nutty stuff. I'd always go that way instead of fruit. But tiramisu has got something grainy in it that's sim- some, it's got like some sort of trifly ass, dusty business in the middle of it that puts me off the whole thing. Interesting. Is there like some no. kind of old lady's finger or something? Mm. Oh, lady's finger! <laughs> yeah, the sponge can be like can I love a, a trifle bit. if you make it with amaretti biscuits or like mm. there's some kind of fucking eighties. Gr- do you I, know what I'm on about, Anthony? There is some. I know. Yeah, it but, tastes like it should be used for building, not. <laughs> So, or soaking so up a mess. You know what? This is one of the best desserts you can get in Italy. And yeah. you're trashing it. Oh, it's a lady's finger. Outreach. Should be with the builders. I think this is my thing as well. It's like certain things that are like Comedians iconic. talking about food. Think certain things that are, are iconic yeah. and like great flavour-wise, mm. I think has been destroyed mm. for me at some point because mm. you just get the basic version of it and then mm. that just ruins your flavour yeah, and taste true. of it. Imagine if you'd only ever had sushi from Tesco's yeah, like, yeah, exactly. lunch aisle kind of thing. You'd be like, oh, God, what is this? Why do people talk about it like they do? <laughs> exactly. Well, back to tiramisu. Yeah. If you use the right mascarpone, which is uh, nice and silky smooth, mm-hmm. and you use an amaretti biscuit, or you mm. use homemade mm. oh, fingers, yeah, yeah. then yes. Yeah. Uh, some of the shop bought tiramisu is absolutely appalling. It's not yeah. tiramisu; it's just some rubbish just put together like a like a trifle. Which, I need to sorry. say as well, if my <laughs> mum is listening, well. that the blueberry trifle that she made at Christmas was out of this world. But mm. it was full of amaretto and amaretti biscuits. So. Good. I love amaretti biscuits. Well, that that trifle then, I think, yeah, it was, and I f- love blueberries, and it had this like. Really amazing custard. Oh man! Oh, yeah, trifle was another one for me. That I think it's the texture of all the flavors in one. <coughs> too much. Too much. Mm. Too much, yeah. baby. Too much. Honey, <laughs> darling. A trifle? Nah. Too much. Too much. Yeah. Too much. Why so too many much. layers? And then the trifle other thing. is quite an English thing. Is it English? But I assume mm. it is. Yeah. Of us just being like plonk, 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 plonk. There you go. And it's like really. It sounds like a French word that we've ruined, doesn't it? Yeah. A trifle. That we call it trifle. <laughs> <laughs>
Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey loves, just a quick and very funny interruption because it's time to showcase some of your best answers to my listener questions. Um, this one is where I asked you what the most interesting thing you'd used in order to eat was. God, these are good, team. I'm so impressed with your shamelessness. And I say that as a woman who just this past summer, aged 40, used a leaf to eat quite a solid yoghurt. First, Marielle on Facebook made me scream when she admitted, I've had to feed both my kids using the larger end of a house key as a spoon on more than one occasion. (laughs) Just not what younger me would have ever envisaged that ending up being useful, right? A little bump of Ella's pouch. (laughs) And thanks especially for clarifying that you didn't use the pointy end. Quite right, the pointy end would have been dangerous and disgusting, so... Similarly, Jessica Bateman on Instagram says, um, well, I often forget my spork. (laughs) It's a good start, isn't it? Uh, Sentences go. (laughs) I think it's proof that God exists. Um, The invention of the spork. Some people look to nature to, to argue that there is a beauty that only a higher power could have created. And I look, I look closer to home. I looked at the spork as evidence of a deity. Anyway, sorry, back to Jessica's message. She says, well, I often forget my spork and the good old business card has been my go-to scoop up the night before's dull, totally messy. Oh, business card as a spoon or spork for dull. I wonder, Jessica, um, did you find yourself maybe being quite sort of wide awake and chatty after that dull or... Right, lucky us. Next, it's voice note time. These are my favourite. This is from Ileana. When I was on my gap year, uh, we were travelling around Costa Rica, uh, my two friends and I, um, and we were in the back of a rickety old cab um, in the middle of the jungle, and we had left the hostel we were at, um, but we hadn't been able to eat breakfast, but all we had was a box of cereal and a jug of shelf milk. So what we decided to do is cut the cereal box into different pieces and then keep the bottom whole um, so that we could then put the cereal back in the cardboard box, pour the milk, 
um, and shrink it as fast as possible uh, before the cardboard got too soggy. I do think my friend at the end just ended up using the bag and just poured milk into it and just drank it from that. This is in the back of a small, as they call them, collectivo uh, in the middle of the Costa Rican jungle where we actually had to get out two kilometers before our location because the taxi couldn't go anywhere further. So just imagine us trying to drink this in the back of this cab, all stuffed in with our backpacks. Joyful, joyful business. There's something especially lovely about the incongruity of a sort of genuine survivalist setting of the Costa Rican cloud forests and jungles and the sugary silliness of a kid's cereal, even without all that brilliant imagery of how they got it scoffed from the box. Bravo. And lastly for this bunch, just a bit of excellent practicality here from Kerry on Instagram, who says, I have been known to use the arm of my glasses as a tea stirrer when I have inevitably forgotten to pick one up and the tea bag's been left in. Good work all round. Oh, you are a wonderful lot. Thank you. More questions coming all the time. Make sure you're following at the Hoovering Pod on all the socials. And thanks again for these amazing answers. Let's get back into this party episode. Um, guys, I turned 40 recently. And Congratulations! I know, it's unbelievable, isn't it? Congratulations! Um, thank you. And I went for like an amazing tasting menu at this place called Baby Hunt in, near Durham. Mm. Incredible. But mm. one of the courses, see if you think you would be happy with this. So all of this stuff, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> amazing, 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 amazing. And then, right, a little okay. bit of pigeon. So I was, I, was a, I was a bit like, oh, I don't know if I fancy pigeon, but I'm going to just say yes to everything. Yeah. And then it came, right? It was like about a 50p piece of pigeon. Okay. Attached to, oh, God. guys... The pigeon's leg <gasps> with foot. Yeah. Oh. And I just was so, we all basically just gasped when it came out and didn't know what to do. Yeah. And it came with this weird bit of lettuce. And I used the lettuce to <laughs> cover up. I, I probably have, yeah. I'll yeah. dig it out. It's honestly, it was so visceral. And so, because you know that when you look Shit. at a pigeon's foot on the ground yeah. in the street, that was on my plate. It was on my plate. And I don't want to be one of those guys that only eats meat when it's like cling filmed and detached. No. I want to, but it was. But also, it feels like if they've got if the actual bit of meat did look like a fifty p as well, it looks like it's some kind of like nineties art piece, doesn't it? About like the cost of pigeons' lives. Yes, pigeons are sacrificing their feet to our like urban environments day in, day out. Now eat that, enjoy that. that. Five hundred pounds, enjoy it. No, it wasn't wasn't quite that. But you know what I mean. It was shit. Like it was amazing. Yeah, but. I just, I just thought your everything else you've done tonight. I love you so much, but mm. this moment, I'm like, this is someone showing off, if and chef, it hasn't worked. If you're a chef, please forgive these ladies. <laughs> They're actually lovely. They don't understand your art. So, Anthony, Anthony, do you think the foot's okay? Would you do the foot? Would you put a foot in your cake? Would you put a foot in your cake? Well, if I was making a meat cake, yes, there'd be a pigeon foot in it. But you know what? Um, I think I, there are a couple of chefs that have sort of upskilled. Their, their sort of yeah. artistry when it comes to games especially mm. they use all of these like the, the, and it's sanitized legs yes. don't worry the pigeon didn't step on the shit and got into your did anybody try the leg because there'll be a reason yeah. it was there, right? everything should be edible on the plate right, my generally. one friend who's a bit of a goer she like gnawed on it <laughs> she's a bit girl she, she can feet her quite famous yeah, yeah exactly not pigeon yeah, feet though well, there is, there's a bit of give there's something on a chicken so a pigeon's foot that really is you. it's a sort it's a modern crisp it's a modern desperate apocalypse crisp we need to stop <laughs> 
I, I appreciate the artistry of like Michelin star restaurants and the, and the yes. chefs and being up and obviously using all the pieces of yeah. the body to like because mm. in Barbados our traditional one of our traditional dishes is sauce and they traditionally use all the bits of the pork so Great. the snout the yeah. ears the trotters Great. all of it in there I'm not a big fan of that but <laughs> each to their own yeah. but it's traditional mm. so I appreciate that but if you're going to make it really small <laughs> yeah, and yeah. charge me how much exactly. money for a little piece of food I should go to Morley's and get chicken and chips for two ninety nine. <laughs> thank you very much go around the back of Morley's if you want oh, just get the feet I don't have a massive chef listenership for this. I think we're fine. <laughs> we're, 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 Swiftly okay. moving on. Swiftly moving on. Oh, God. Um, Molly, before I forget, you are just back from Australia. It sounds like mm. you're fizzing with opinions about how much better the food is out there. Please <laughs> let rip. So I ruined the trip for... Um, my friends, I think, because every I was quite anxious about because everyone had said like it's the best food in the world, yeah, that's and I was a quite lot anxious. So I, every day I was like, I need to have an incredible food experience every day. Which oh. for the people I was travelling with, I think they struggled a bit because they were like, can we just go into the beach and see what happens? I was like, nope, we need to. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're travelling oh, with me the next god, day. God, I love Great, you finally. so much. But it's, it's just so hard because I'm like I don't want I don't want to just end up and have something me- mediocre. That's my life. So I'm on holiday. Like yeah. I never go on holiday and have a meal that makes me sad yeah. or neutral. Just try something that's like local, like on the beach, local, like something made by salt. Well, that's a yeah. good point. And to be fair, we did have some really nice, like, accidental wandering in. And so I did calm down after a while. Yeah. Um, but one thing I found was like the best thing was just like and everywhere's good. So yeah, like. Oh, there's no version of like you know when you go to like a really bad English pub yeah. and you get like oh a scampi chip and it can be so bad can't it and like that the first like, red flag is when it says kids eat free yeah <laughs> isn't it but or just, when it says yeah. two meals for nine ninety nine you're like what have you made you it know out they're of? just going to be so old printed those yeah yeah, yeah. they're going to be from a tiny bag in the yeah. kitchen but there just isn't really that so like you'll go somewhere that's yeah just that kind of pub yeah. but it'll be like a massive fresh salad and all the, everything just feels Ooh. fresh and incredible and it was really it was really really it was really really good supposedly the some of the best fish and chips comes from Australia yeah, yeah. I believe yeah, it in this, in, in, in I can imagine yeah. the ocean yeah yeah I, you know what even living in Paris and coming back here yeah I think the food here is drab really <laughs> absolutely even in London and I hate saying London, the London, so London food scene is great I think like, it's very a, diverse unlike. like the fact that it took me it took me like less than a minute's googling to find somewhere to get this exciting brunch yeah mm. that is amazing I was like, I do feel lucky to live somewhere with this much going on. But what's Paris like then? Because in Paris, I th- in my mind, and perhaps this is very naive, and it's been years since I've been there, um, not since my 20s, but um, lots of French food done brilliantly, as opposed to like here where I feel like you can go, I'm, I can probably get Sri Lankan breakfast somewhere mm-hmm. here if I want. Or, do you know what I mean? Is there a variety of options in Paris? Or is it just French food done beautifully? Mm. So, so there's French food, right? Yeah. There's all the cassoulets, mm-hmm. there's all the, the various pastries, and they're beautiful. Like the vinoiserie in that country is just massive. It's yeah. amazing. But French food's also quite diverse. Yeah. I, you won't get a biryani in the plate or you won't mm. get like jollof rice on a plate, but they use all of these spices in their French cuisine, like in a very subtle way. Mm. And the seafood there is just abundant. Yeah. Like oysters, even just mm. made with a beautiful menu. There's, I think French food is great because of the produce. Yeah, right. That's it. Full stop. Right. And, and the small little 
oh my God, there's this beautiful place just just around where I lived and it was run by an African chef. Mm. And they'd make jus with these beautiful aniseed pastes and things oh, like that. Oh yummy. my word, it was just gorgeous. I'm going to make more jus this year. Yeah. I've decided. Can we just confirm what, what a jus is? Yeah, I'd actually <laughs> like South definitely Londoner. a softer J on that, I reckon, <laughs> if we're letting this edit go out in the edit. A jus is not gravy. No. Stop. Okay, it's talk us through it. Talk us through it, please. Idiot's guide. What's a jus? It's all of the it's <laughs> drippings of the rotisserie chicken. Oh, with uh, that's that's really just you, yeah, which is taken you know, over the period of uh, the chicken cooking. Um, but so that's why it's really fatty. Oh. But then you can also make jus, which is reduce down all your bones to this beautiful thick sauce, sort of like gravy, but not gravy, right? Because you add a very good portion of butter into it. Oh, even more nice. fat, yes, even <laughs> amazing, more gorgeous. It. So it's beautiful, runny, and just. And a, wi- a red wine? Is, is it always got red wine in it? Or is that a specific red wine jus? Red wine jus, I'm not too sure it's French, but uh, jus generally is no alcohol. Oh. It's made from the juices of the meat and just salt, most, mostly just wow. salt and not, not much flavouring. Wow. Oh, more salt, I, more I fat. made a red wine jus. 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 That last one was like good. You had it there. You had it. Yeah. I'm getting turned on. I'm getting. Yeah. I don't know. Why. Yeah. <laughs> the table's <laughs> elevating. I do burlesque. Everyone gets turned on. Uh, uh, yeah, I made a red wine. Yeah. <laughs> and I was kind of like, uh, okay. Really? Yeah. I was kind of like. Did you put gravy crystals in it? No. Is it wrong? Good job. No. There had good no gravy or anything in it. It was just like. Red wine jury, and it was like from the chick from no, it's from the beef actually. So I made it for the beef. So we did that because we're not big beef eaters in the house. But I sometimes like to go out a little bit beyond and do something yeah. different. Very nice. But yeah. did you go, put girl. the bone and the fat in it? No, I didn't. That's it. The bone okay. and the fat is what makes the juice. The, the ju- 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 yeah, we're all saying it now. Everyone's <laughs> yeah. struggling. <laughs> 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 Cut the cake. Cut the cake. Tell us about the cake. It's an almond sponge soaked in rum, spiced rum, uh, filled with chocolate, dark chocolate ganache, raspberries, jam, and finished with a Swiss meringue buttercream. And Jess is cutting her face right in there. Can I ask what spiced rum you used? Ah, the cheap one. (laughs) Yeah, oh, there we go. That one, Well, that weightlifting paying off. Yeah, it is a massive cake. Oh um, my god, this is incredible. <laughs> oh. Oh my god. Okay, right. And what about the orange ruffly stuff on top? This is rice paper, and I love using rice paper. And that's like my signature um, sort of decor thing. Um, oh, I love you it. You paint, color it. You, you. Oh my Dry god. it up. Oh my god! Look at that chocolate and raspberries in there. Cheesy, yeah, no, crazy. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, the rum Ooh. that I've used is uh, actually an Indian rum called Old Mark. It is the cheapest bottle of rum that you'd ever find. How cheap are we talking? Uh, it's like <laughs> two pounds a litre. Whoa! Wow. It is the cheapest, but it's the. But you get it hey, from. You get it from India, you don't get yeah. it here. So it's the same with, with Barbados rum, like Mount Gay. You can get yeah. so cheap in Barbados. Like I've, I'm, I keep saying this on podcasts. I need to stop saying it. Uh, <laughs> I've smuggled back so many bottles Happy of wine same. because it's so cheap, and it's obviously like the better versions that they mm. import over here. So it's like the aged rums, 
it's and it's like works up to like ten pounds for big one and a half liter, and you're like, yeah. Mine gets beautiful as well. Mine gets beautiful. Right? And this one. one's uh, this one's very uh, there's flavors of vanilla. Yeah, you should get the raspberry and the chocolate together. Um, but yeah, solo. Can't wait. Oh my god. So when are you moving in? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that chocolate. I feel mm. like you're going to change my mind about chocolate cakes. Mmm. It's pretty done with a lot, lot more rum. Do you think? Yeah. Well done. Is it all right? Mm. Fantastic. Lovely. It's, it's also very soft. Mm. It's so like that sponge is... It's light, so light. Yeah. I haven't had a sponge okay. that good. Okay. They're getting paid to say this, by the way. Ten, my turn. <laughs> right, I want chocolate and raspberry in the same mouthful. Mm. That was the guidance. Mmm. Yeah. Mmm. And I love the fact that that oh. icing is not so thick. Yeah, mm. me too. The ganache? Mm. Is it ganache? No. Swiss meringue buttercream. Swiss it's meringue buttercream. Oh, mm. made with meringue. Mm. Oh, the fresh raspberry is amazing and the cream is so light. That's what I'm saying. I love mm. it. Mm. So I hate when you have cakes yeah. and they've got icing all over it. Mm. And it's oh, really God. thick. Yeah. Oh, so good. The fondant one there. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's the worst. I hate fondant. Yeah. Because so I actually like little... it, but I want a little bit because you can't mm. eat like an mm. inch of yeah. fondant. You know when you get like cupcakes? And no, yeah. like, I, what people appeal to cupcakes yeah. is the... Mm. Is icing, yeah. But that's the... It's, just, it's so much. <laughs> it's bonkers. Like the, if you actually ate it. It's like bigger than the actual cupcake yeah. itself. Well, if you make it. Oh, yeah, it depends where you get it from, I guess. I was just going to taste this, but I've just sort of gone quiet for half an hour and switched the whole bit in. <laughs> and I gave myself a double slice. <laughs> it is your birthday, though. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, my podcast birthday. The podcast. Yeah. How old is Hoovering, then? Five. Five. Happy Shit the bed. Wait. Sorry. More aggressive than I am. More aggressive than I am. You do wait, I'm not fucking around with you. Anthony, don't listen. Cake. Okay. Correct answer. I know your answer, Anthony. Molly, crisps or cake? Crisps, sorry. Me too. But apart from the one I've just had, the cake. And we don't have to choose, so it's okay. No, we don't have to choose, but that literally was the question to choose. Um, (laughs) Ever eaten food intended for a pet or indeed for another human? Yes. Yeah? Okay. Dog food. Dog food. Just tried it. Just tried it. Yeah, what part of a dare or really hungry? No other option. Fun. It was just fun. Just fun. Yeah. Was it nice? It was really nice, actually. Oh, cat right. food's quite nice. It's, if you like tuna, okay. it's very fishy. It's quite nice. Wow. Okay. What's the worst thing you've ever found in food that wasn't going to be there? <laughs> oh, Christ. Oh, God. I mean, I'd say the pigeons. Yeah, yeah actually, it was 50p meant to be attached there. to yeah. an, uh, oh, a no, pigeon's foot. Oh, no, a coin. Oh. I found a coin <gasps> in the food once. I was eating um, soup. There was a coin in the soup. Wow. Like a little 5p coin. Oh my God. We're going to end up coming back to that. You didn't swallow it and find it later. No, phew. Okay. Um, um, Ever eaten anything while it was still alive? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oysters. Oh, yes. That means I have. Oh, stunning. Yeah. Great. Is there food you once hated that you love now? Mushrooms. Yeah. Nice. Mm, I suppose olives. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. I've um, I've hated chocolate orange. I still hate chocolate orange. 
Do you? Absolutely. What? Yeah. You hate your Terry's chocolate orange? Yeah, I'm with him. It's, it's the worst. It's the, <gasps> it's the I mean, worst. What the fuck is wrong with you? What do you mean it's the worst? <laughs> I kind of, I can imagine like not. That needs to get cancelled. Right? And they Why? Go, I hear the chocolate version. I'm like, what? Okay, the white chocolate one, no. But the yeah, just white the... chocolate one, you're taking the piss. Because but... you need the flavours to complement each yeah, other. Yeah, exactly. Like... Why? What? Have you do. tried the Yorkie one? Yuck. Yeah, no. None of it. Never. Really? Nikki, I, Molly, I think we can take them. back out. <laughs> no, I'm good, I'm, I'm glad this has happened later. Yeah, in the thank podcast. fucking Imagine God. Imagine if we, we were able to maintain some John. rapport for the majority of the podcast. <laughs> this is disgusting revelation. Sometimes <laughs> even mint chocolate. Mint chocolate? Yeah, there's only one brand which makes really good mint chocolate. That's after eight. Yeah, that's everything it. Else, <laughs> no. Everything else is ming in. Go suck a dick. Sorry for this. What about little match Lindor balls? Mint chocolate Lindor mm. balls? No, disgusting. No, disgusting. Oh, no. disgusting. No. They can go suck a dick. There's a whole <laughs> variety of different mint chocolate called mingles. How can yeah, you love a mingle? mingle. Love a mingle. Nah. You're not ready oh. to mingle, even if you're single. <laughs> okay, guys, I want all, an answer from all of you for this one. About three words, Max. American actor Scott Foley from um, uh, Scandal and Scrubs um, puts peanut butter in his scrambled eggs, explaining it's a family thing, it's a protein thing. How does that make you feel? Great, I think it works. Okay. Mm, annoying, but intriguing. Very confused. What is he doing? <laughs> yeah. I genuinely, I looked at that as somebody who I find almost all proteins delicious and I'll do weird things to add protein to a meal, especially if it's vegetarian. But I looked at that, I read it and thought, wanker. Yeah. Wanker. <laughs> nah. An awful plague starts called Swimmer's Knuckle, even though it's got nothing to do with swimmers or knuckles. It involves people's faces turning into pixelated, blurry messes. At first, it's a relief, especially from a body neutrality point of view. But we quite quickly realise we can't breathe. Or worse, eat. It's a disaster. Luckily, Swimmer's Knuckle has agreed to do one and never had existed. But only if you three, and it does have to be you three, all count a million pennies each accurately, all whilst doing a new dance called the Sturdy, and you can't eat any snacks because your hands are covered in whatever that deadly juice is on coins that makes your hand taste so fucking gross if you lick them after touching coins. It sounds impossible, but you do it. You're heroes. You go down in history as the three people who saved us all from swimmers' knuckle apocalypse. Um, but your reward in the moment is the feast of your dreams. You couldn't be happier because you've gone down in history as a god, but you couldn't be hungrier because the counting and dancing took so long. In your happiest and hungriest state, what would you eat? And this is only your answer right now. Okay. I'm having some tacos. Great. With like massive, massive char-grilled prawns mm. and everything just delicious and fresh. Just lime everywhere, guacamole everywhere, mm. avocado, sour cream, loads of fresh chilies. And I'm just having them made one at a time until I'm done, which yeah. I think won't be until quite be a quite while. while yeah. And I'm having margaritas. Yeah. To- Wash them down. Oh, I, I do that. I did. That's. I've got strong positive feelings about everything you just said, and not just in the mouth. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, I'm, that answer is good. Follow that. So Everyone's just. She's having a lobster. You know, jerk lobster. Trance. I was thinking no. about that, but I'm actually. I think I want to have some jerk pork. Jerk pork. Yeah. Mm. Pork belly. Jerk. No, actually, I'm going to go back to it. I'm going to have sauce. I'm going to have sauce. Because I love sauce so much. What is it? It's sauce. It's it's we it's pickled pork, but it's mm. we basically boil the pork and then we have it with like chopped up 
um, uh, cucumber and uh, peppers and a little bit of chili and parsley Mm. and uh, coriander and it's served it's meant to be served like slightly warm it's not meant to be hot hot and you have it with breadfruit um, and we and uh, black pudding, which is mm. not your black pudding, as I said, so no, said that you're like, it's basically like a uh, grated uh, sweet potato, which is like molded and, and steamed. And it's my favorite thing in the world. And oh. I can eat that all day, yes. every day. So please, may I have some sauce? Yeah, you can. Please, may see. I? Oh, mine's very similar. Well, back home, I think my I'd be eating. Dal rice mm. with freshly fried sardines. Ooh, wow. um, and with a nice mug of Kingfisher. Yes. Just Indian beer. Oh, I love Kingfisher. That's the best lag- lager. Um, mm. that, that's what I'm beating. I'm oh. having mine with a uh, rum punch. Yeah. Oh, yes. oh, right. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Really good answers, guys. Ah. <laughs> Jess, you look like you just got off. Yeah, fuck me. What's fucking brilliant three answers? You three have sorted me she right saw, out for real. Jess's all um, over the face. That was weird. Um, so. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> yeah, what would you sound like if you said it now in a big boy voice? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Hoover Happy birthday to you. And many, many more. Hoovering Podcast. What a complete and utter blast. Thanks for listening. How do you feel about orange and or mint chocolate? What a hot topic. Who knew? And it had all been so friendly. Make sure you're following all of those beautiful, funny, brilliant guests, please. Follow them and their work. Anthony is shining brightly daily on Instagram at Anthony, A-N-T-O-N-Y underscore Amodou, A-M-O-U-R-D-O-U-X. Sakisa is too and hopefully has some London dates for her latest show out imminently. Keep your eyes peeled on her gram where she is, Sakisa Comedy. And of course, the disarmingly funny, wise and excellent Molly Naylor, who is Molly dot nailer n-a-y-l-o-r on the internet and you'd be making a great decision to buy one of her most brilliant books of poetry called whatever you've got Waterstones it now or there is as ever a link in the podcast notes thanks especially to you my patrons for making this podcast possible without their uh, kind monthly contributions from as little as two quid a month this podcast would not exist this episode was really for them thank you if you're one of them and join us if you're not more listener questions coming all the time as well not long now until my 2024 tour show metal goes on sale to for more on all of those things Follow us on social media at The Hoovering Pod. I'm on at Jessica Fosterkew. Send us voice notes, pictures, WhatsApps to 07462855271. Email us, thehooveringpod at gmail.com. I'll be storing all your beautiful offerings up and discussing them in future episodes. Keep an eye on our social media for any specific questions and topics that we'll be asking you to contact us about. Links to everything interesting mentioned today are, as ever, in the podcast notes. Hoovering is presented and created by me, Jessica Fosterkew. The music is by Jake Yap, and it was produced by Laura Grimshaw. Until in two weeks, happy hoovering.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.